0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Today's Pei Gimel the art of my grandfather, of Meishu Ben Sholom. It should be a, the Torah learning should be a schus for his Deshama. The, the Pasha begins with an epic showdown between two great kings, between Yehuda, the king of Israel and between Yisrael, the king of Mitzrayim, the viceroy of Mitzrayim. The Yigash she love Yehuda, and Yehuda approaches him. B'yaymer, he says, Adini, please my master. Yidabr avdecha Let your servant speak in the ears of my master. You should not get angry at your servant. Ki because you are like pare. What does it mean, you are like pare? Sarashi Rashi explains, The simple explanation is, you, Yayzer, to me, I like pare. Just like Pari is the king, you are the king, and therefore I am appealing to you. Rashi brings three other pshatim. In the second shot, Rashi brings, he says as follows, Just like power he decrees, he does not keep his decrees, you are the same way. Just like power decrees, he doesn't keep it, you also decree you don't to keep it. You said you want to just look at my brother, and now you want to keep him here this life. Now, if one is looking to gain favor, if you're looking to get something from somebody, perhaps you want to flatter the person, or you want to convince the person, the way to do it is not by insulting him. By going and telling somebody, you don't keep your word, you're not honest, that's not going to endear him to you. What was Yehuda looking to accomplish? He wanted to get Binyamin back. If he wants to get Binyamin back, he should say nice things to Yisaf. Like the Pashup shot you're a king like, like Pariah is. But to go to say, you're like Pariah, you don't keep your word, what was Yehuda looking to accomplish with that? And the Peshat explains the moral. What Yesu was doing was as <clears throat> excuse me, what Yehuda was doing was as follows. He said, just like Pari did not keep his word, how did Pari not keep his word? The answer is that Pari, the law of the Shrine was that an evid, a slave or a freed slave can never become a royal. He can't serve in a high position. So how is it that Pari made you a slave? into such a high position? The answer is that a king sometimes can take into his hands extrajudicial ju- matters, which means if he feels that something is for the benefit of the country, even though the law is not like that, but the king feels it's for the benefit of the country, he can do it. He's above the law. He can do whatever he wants. And that's what pare did. Pare saw that he needed somebody who was able to go and lead the country from the years of abundance into the years of famine, and therefore he chose you, Yasef, to do that. You as well, Yasef, can do that. Even though the law is that someone who steals, he gets to be the slave, you also have the ability to override that. And you see that we're honest people, you should do the same. And that's what he's saying, you are like Parai, which means just like Parai, can do what he needs to do to get something done, even though the loss is otherwise, you, Yasef, have the ability to do the same. And that's the lesson the Terah is teaching us over here. But Yehuda was saying, sometimes you, there are technicalities in the way of doing something. We don't want to go and break those things to help somebody else. That's not always the correct way. As Yehuda was telling Yasif that over here you should be like Pari and do what needs to be done so the right thing could be done. Just recently, Yisrael lost a tremendous person, tremendous Baal Tzedakah and Baal Chesed in and Yisrael. Risachedai Reichman, noted Barry Reichman, Albert Reichman. Who was a tremendous, tremendous Baal Chesed and Baal tzedakah, And he was just Nifter. Of course, there are thousands of stories about all the and the Tzedakah that he did. And there are many stories just coming out now. Mr. Reichman, Barry Reichman, had a very soft spot in, spot in his heart for the Jews stuck in the Soviet Union. For Achinu B'nai Yisroel were stuck in the Soviet Union in the 1980s. There was an ability to start to get them out. And he moved heaven and earth to get them out. He spent vast amounts of money and resources and effort to get them out. And ultimately, there was a way to get them out. Most of the Jews would come to America or to Eretz But Russia did not have relations with Eretz Yisrael. And they were not interested in having them go directly to America. So they would go either to Vienna or they would go to Budapest in Hungary. And from there, they would go either to Eretz Yisrael or to the United States. And this went on for years. And Mr. Rachman was paying for the whole thing. One day Mr. Rachman gets a phone call from some of the people involved and says, Mr. Rachman, we have a problem. Hungary will not allow the Jews from Russia to come through their country anymore. That's it, we're stuck. Past few days he said no more and they don't allow them to come in. Now we're stuck. These, these Jews are going to be stuck in Russia. What should we do? So Mr. Rachman heard this and he asked around to see what's going on and he couldn't figure out. They just stopped. They weren't letting the Jews in. He picks up the phone and he called Brian Mulroney. Mr. Mulroney at that time was the Prime Minister of Canada. And he knew Mr. Raffman. And he says, Please, you gotta help me out. So Mr. Raffin says, okay. And he calls up. At that time, he calls the, <clears throat> the Prime Minister of, of Hungary, fellow Carol Gross. He calls him up and he says, Mr. Gross, you gotta help me out. What's going on over here? And he says, I'll let you know, I'll get back to you. A few hours later, he gets back to me and says, What should I tell you? This was a decision made by the Interior Ministry. And the Interior Ministry, they're in charge. I don't want to step on their toes. I don't want to get to fight with them. And therefore, for whatever reason, they decide the Jews can't come through anymore. And that's the way it is. Okay, so Mr. Maruni calls back Barry Rachman and he tells him what's going on. So Mr. Rachman says, could could you please put me in touch with the Prime Minister of Hungary? Sure. And Mr. Rachman calls up the Prime Minister of Hungary and he speaks to him. And he tells him the same thing. Look, not up to me. It's the Minister of Interior. He says, could you please put me in touch with the Minister of Interior? Sure. He calls with his fellow Lieutenant General, Janos Kamara. And he calls him up, and he starts to speak to him. And he says, listen, the Prime Minister told me to try to help you, but what can I tell you? I can't let the Jews in. He says, why not? What's going on? He says, okay, I'll tell you the truth. A few weeks ago, I had a meeting with the head of the PLO the Palestinian Liberation Organization. We know it as a terrorist group. But they came to me and they said, you're letting a lot of Jews in to Israel. I want to tell you something. We know where your wife shops. We know where your children go to school. If you enjoy your family, if you love your family, we suggest you stop letting the Jews come through to Israel. So he tells Mitzorach, what should I tell you? My family comes first. I'm too scared for the safety of my family. I cannot let the Jews through. So Mr. Reifman says, I'll get you security. And he laughs, he says, I have the best security in Hungary. It's not not good enough, I can't let it. He says, how about if I get you the Mossad, the Israeli secret service, I'll get you the Mossad to protect you. So the fellow laughs, he says, if you get me the Mossad, then fine. He says, okay, I'll call you right back. Mr. Reifman picks up the phone, he calls Yisak Shamir, who's the Prime Minister of Israel, and he speaks to him. And three hours later he calls back the Minister of Interior in Hungary and he says, I got you the Mossad. And sure enough, he had the security of the Mossad, and the Jews from Russia were able to continue to leave and go through Budapest, to Yisrael. All thanks to Mr. Rahman. Because Mr. Rachman understood that a Kajborhu doesn't give us assets and talents and abilities for our own benefit. <clears throat> Mr. Rahman realized that whatever Islam gives us, we are meant to use to help our fellow brothers and sisters. And that's what he did, and that's what we see Hudu was telling ASO to do, and that's the lesson we shall all learn from. Have a wonderful shop.: You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by Torahanytime.com.